0: Digital Marketing Radio episode ninety-eight: Instagram and Pinterest marketing. Marketing Digitalmarketingradio.com. I'm David Bain, and this is Digital Marketing Radio: weekly interviews with digital marketing experts. Find out about everything we do at DigitalMarketingRadio.com. The big interview with David Bain today. I'm joined by Kevin Pereira. Now, Kevin started off as a small business owner with Instamades before selling up and joining a Wet Shave Club as co-founder and CMO. There, he has repositioned the business as an e-commerce store with thousands of members. You can find him over at wetshaveclub.com. So Kevin, why did you decide to focus on image-based social media networks as one of the main marketing channels for Wet Shave Club?
1: Well, we, we found really quickly that was what was working. Um, so. We we tried a lot of different um, marketing avenues, but we found particularly Instagram and and Facebook had, you know, it was just the best for us. Um, And and particularly with really good um, images that we were posting got really good engagement. So we kind of started just honing in and focusing on that.
0: So when you say it was the best, does that mean that you were trying lots of different things and um, you you were trying lots of Facebook, lots of Twitter, lots of other activities, but you just found that it was Instagram and Pinterest that were really working for you?
1: Yeah, that's right. Okay. Um, It it, it wasn't so much Pinterest in the beginning, it was working for us, uh, but right now it's really uh, Instagram and Facebook that that definitely is the best use of our time and, and, and resources.
0: And is there any one best one among Instagram and Face um, and Pinterest? Or are they both roughly the same?
1: Um, I, I would say Instagram right now is, is by far the best. It's, it's really easy to have a lot of people know and find out about your brand and to also have their friends refer them to your brand.
0: Okay, and intra- Instagram doesn't really give you the opportunity to include links within the image back to your site. That's, that's right, isn't it?
1: yeah, that's right, and and that's one of the most difficult parts. So the only way you can get people to to actually you know click back to your site is with the bio link on your profile page. but not a lot of people click on that. So um, we, we pretty much just write out the URL and and try to have a really good offer for people to actually manually copy paste or type in the URL um, on their browser.
0: Okay, and that's a unique URL just for your Instagram users.
1: Uh, no, we, we have the, the, just a URL just to our, our, uh, our website because we, it, we try to keep it really simple.
0: So, so how do you really measure that it's definitely an Instagram user that's come back to your site? So
1: one of the ways we can tell is we can see when we post um, contests or uh, discount codes, codes on Instagram, we can actually see those people use the discount codes. So that's one way we can actually measure um, that people came from Instagram.
0: Okay. So, and you've obviously uh, been posting lots of different, um, pictures, um, as, as, as well as offers. Um, so do you try and mix it up a little bit? Do you actually post mostly just engaging photographs and just an offer just every so often?
1: Yeah. So it's, it's the ratio is pretty much, you know, 80 20 where 80% is just content just for engagement pretty much. And then we'll have offers and contests, um, you know, just a few times a week.
0: You sound like you've been reading Gary Vaynerchuk's Jab, 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 Right Hook.
1: <laughs> yeah, I mean, there, there's a lot of truth in that. So, um, And it really works for us. So, if, you know, if all you try to do is sell, nobody's going to pay attention to you.
0: Absolutely. Yeah. So how many Instagram followers have you got at the moment?
1: Um, right now we have like 11,700 and it's growing about 50 to 100 every day
0: wow that's that's really impressive and is is that a business that's um largely um focused on the states or do you, do you have an international side of things as well?
1: We have an international side it's, it's probably about ten to fifteen percent um of our members are international and the rest are in the u- the u s
0: okay and um so what do you do to actually get people to engage with you online what what kind of um pictures would you say are are most effective when it comes to that
1: so our our demographic right now currently is um predominantly male, um, and on Instagram, it's going to be you know, between 20, 30, uh, which is slightly lower than our actual demographic, but um, we try to post cool things that are related with the outdoors, camping, shaving, um, you know, manly foods like steaks and, and, and <laughs> breakfast like bacon and stuff, and that gets a lot of engagement. So we, we kind of just figure out what works and, and then go from there
0: manly foods <laughs> yeah so, so does it attract women as well or is it just men that are your audience
1: um right now it's pretty much just men but we do have a a women's sh- version of, of the shaving box monthly shaving box that's coming out this month so we're gonna have to tweak our marketing a little bit uh, um, to kind of include women
0: and do you participate in p- paid social media advertising as well? Or is it just um, or- organic reach that you're going for?
1: We used to. Um, we used to pay on Facebook. And that's how we, we first got our first, I would say, five 600 members, um, was through Facebook ads. And that worked really well. But right now, we're not doing any paid advertising. We kind of have enough growth just organically.
0: Okay. And so you're not even doing any retargeting at all?
1: No, we were doing some retargeting. Um but we we ended up just not doing it because our, our growth was so much that be, and because we're self-funded we had to pay you know more and more for inventory right. so our inventory costs were going up because our growth was was increasing so right now we're kind of enjoying just growing slowly <laughs> um you know nobody thinks that growing slowly is a good thing but it actually keeps things nice and stable
0: yeah, it is when you're you have to fund everything and you have to pay things before you you might sell them as well.
1: Yeah, specifically with this business, um, you know, because we're mostly curating products, the more members we have, the further out we have to order products, and so the more and more members we have, you know, we have to order two months ahead or three months ahead, and so, you know, growing quickly like that. You know when you're self funded is 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 not that great of a thing.
0: What about future plans um do do you reckon you're gonna be getting back into paid media again or um are uh, are are you quite happily growing at the states you are just now I,
1: I think we might um we might try to do that um but you know as far as marketing goes our best returns have been um just connecting with influencers. And bloggers. I mean, within our particular niche, um, yeah, that that's what we found have to be best is just connecting with influencers, bloggers. Um, typically, what we'll do is we'll send them a free box, and then they'll they'll uh, they'll write a review and they'll have a link on their site to our site. And what we saw from that was our our SEO jumped up pretty big. So we went from you know not even being on Google to right now we're number two for Shave Club.
0: Right.
1: Um, so. Yeah, that helped us a lot.
0: And um, do you use any third-party tool to actually try and identify which bloggers you should be targeting?
1: Um, No, we don't use a third-party tool right now. We we basically have a large spreadsheet with everybody who is the who's who. So we kind of started with our particular niche of like wet shaving, and then we had all of those bloggers, and then we just kind of went from there. Um, It really is more of a you know how many. We'll say, okay, you know, this month we're going to send out 50 boxes to mm. bloggers. And then we'll go through that, the list of people who we haven't sent um, boxes to. And then we'll try and contact them, reach out to them, and then get those reviews. So it's we're pretty much just using our, our own spreadsheet and, and seeing where our demographic, um, what blogs they're looking at, really.
0: And I assume that it's and not if you're reaching out to that number of bloggers, then it's obviously not just bloggers who talk about shaving. Um, do, do you just target any male, maybe 30-odd-year-old um, blogger, or, or, or do you narrow it down further than that?
1: It depends. Sometimes when we have, you know, extra boxes, it, it'll, it could just be anybody with a couple of people reading their blog. Mm. Um, so it really depends. There's, there's, there's really no science to it. Um... You know, we, we've we gotten many members from really small blogs and, you know, large blogs, really, nothing really has really come from that. So I, I would say we haven't sent out enough to have enough data, but um, it, it seems to be pretty mixed.
0: So do you get a blogger's commitment to write something before you actually send the box out?
1: Um, yes. I mean, it's pretty much like a verbal commitment. Um, yeah. You know, usually they'll say something like, you know, if I like the box, I'll put a review. And you know, eighty, ninety percent of the time, they always do that.
0: Okay, that's pretty good. And uh, you don't send them any content at all. They're, everything that they write is obviously just uh, what they write themselves. Yep, exactly. You've you've got many marketing activities going on that um, are 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 natural. Um, is is there any cap to that just now? Do you feel that um, you're going to reach a point where you, you've just about reached to every single blogger that, that that will write about it?
1: Yes. But even when you get to that point, you can still have them re-review. You, you can look at your best-performing blogs and then ask them to re-review. So you can send them a new box because every month for us it's different. So and then you know they'll they'll be on the, will be on their latest blog. So it, it helps a lot too.
0: Very impressive. Um, okay. Um, so are there any other? digital marketing activities that you're actually participating in at the moment that are working really effectively. I mean, what about actually when you attract customers for the first time? Um, do you um, have a great email autoresponder funnel that actually makes them aware of your products and um, and and converts people as well as possible?
1: We don't right now, and that's something we want to work on. Um, something that we are focused on right now is a Facebook group for our members. Right, And so right now there's there's only about you know 250 or so members in there, but we just launched it about a week ago and we're hoping that that's going to help our retention rates and keep keep people on as members for longer periods of time um, because if they they feel like they're involved in a in community which they are and so on there there's just you know really awesome posts and and, and uh, there's a lot of great conversation happening in that community and we're hoping that that's going to help with customer feedback Mm. and then also you know again like I said making people feel like they belong into a community then rather than just being a customer.
0: So I mean we've seen Facebook change quite a bit over the last couple of years Um, probably the level of organic reach has gone down quite significantly that you can achieve and Facebook pushing people towards paid advertising really do you think or do you fear that the same might happen to Instagram or Pinterest at some point?
1: Um, yes, but, you know, I I think that's a given, but when it happens, we'll just adapt to it. Um, I I think right now, I mean, there's really nothing you can do, right? Um, One thing about Facebook, if we can go back to that, is the groups um, we found to be really good with high engagement. So Facebook pages are not that great, right? right? Because you can only, you're only going to reach two, three hundred people. I think we have like, 13,000 likes, but we're only reaching a couple hundred people every time we post something. But on the group, uh, when we post something, it goes out to pretty much everybody. Um, so there's a much higher percentage of engagement in the Facebook group rather than on our Facebook page.
0: Okay. And um, how long have you had that going?
1: So the Facebook group has only been around for about a week or so, maybe, maybe a week and a half, two weeks. Okay. Yeah, there's, there's posts every day and um, it, it's just a place for people to talk about shaving which there's not very many places for them to do that, so yeah, it's 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 going really well for us, I'd say.
0: And what's the uh, the hottest topic at the moment?
1: Um, it, usually, it's shave of the day. So people will post what they're shaving with today. So they'll post their their pre-shave, their their different uh, you know shaving soap, their after-shave, the blades that they're using. So it's it's pretty interesting because you know people actually get really interested in shaving. <laughs>
0: You don't look as if uh, you've had a very effective shave this morning yourself.
1: (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, no, I haven't. Uh, I kind of rushed out the door this morning.
0: <laughs> um, but I mean, uh, it's 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 great to see a regular business, if if we can call you that, um, you know, being r- really effective online, m- embracing social media, and, and and doing it right. Do you think that um, you're one of not so many that are getting it right, and do do you see the majority of businesses out there with great potential and just just not doing it right at all?
1: Yes. So, a lot of people. I think one of the, one of the the biggest things is they don't try for a long enough period of time. You know, they'll 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 try Instagram out for like two weeks, and they'll say, "Well, I'm just not getting any traction. It doesn't work for me."
0: Hmm.
1: You know, you 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 have to be persistent and consistent with what you're doing, and I think that's that's one of the definitely the key things because you know it's it it's. The traction doesn't happen early on. It's very, very rare that ever happens. It's only with very particular products or or, or services where that happens. But, um, yeah, a lot of people, they don't put the effort, you know, they'll post, like, three times a week on Instagram and wondering why they're not getting that many followers.
0: Hmm.
1: You know, you you should be posting, like, two, three times a day, you know. And and you you have to, when people make comments, this is what I see all the time, people will comment on your social media and the company doesn't comment back. Yeah, I mean, that's the whole point of social media. And and I I see that probably 90% of the time. You know, companies just aren't commenting. Um, You have customers where they'll ask a question and the company doesn't reply and then other people are seeing that and saying the company's probably not that active or something and they become disinterested. So yeah, definitely um, I see that all the time in social media. And, and the companies that are doing really well are always engaging. You know, when somebody asks a question or, or makes a comment, they're always replying. So you know, you, it's it's either kind of all in or, or nothing.
0: And um, do you deal with reputation management as well? Um, do do you have issues at all with um, any negative responses socially? And um, do you do you tend to deal with that socially, or do you, if 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 necessary, do you try and take that off? Privately and deal that uh, deal with that over email.
1: So that that's always an opportunity to showcase your customer service. So every time we have um, you know a, a customer where something went wrong, let's say they, they, their shipment didn't get there or something, it's always an opportunity. It, it's 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 a marketing opportunity. So if you have really really good customer service and you say you know what we just shipped out your box again, sorry for the issue, blah blah blah, and you kind of exceed their expectations, um, not only are they're going to refer you again because it's it's like the customers who are usually the 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 biggest pain right when you make it right they're always going to be your biggest advocates Mm. and so always making it right and and when they do it on social media um you know if if you can repair it there that's the best place it's very very rare where we have to hide something and it's usually because the customer is just completely wrong they some, I think it's happened probably two or three times where they got the wrong company um, and they were complaining about the wrong company. But, um, yeah, I think it's, it's, it's a place where you can, um, you can make things right and, and make yourself look really good.
0: And you publish a lot of written content on your own website as well, or do you just tend to focus on primarily on social media?
1: We, we don't do a lot of written content. Um, the primary reason is we, we just don't have the time. Um, cause we're so focused on so many other things and we do our shipping in house. So, um, yeah, we, we don't do any written content at the moment. It's, it's pretty much just, um, mostly what we found is just image based social media. It gets the most engagement, you know, nobody has time to read.
0: Yeah a few few years ago most businesses that did digital marketing probably focused on on as many different areas as possible and syndicated their content automatically to different places but i think now what works best is is focusing on one area that works well for you and doing a great job at it and i think you you demonstrate that.
1: Yeah thank you and but i i think you know when you're a small company you really have to understand where your focus should go because you only have so many resources. And if you can hone in on what's working and, you know, just just nail that and just go after that, um, you're going to see the best returns from that.
0: So let's segue into the second section of our discussion. So that focuses more on your thoughts on where digital marketing has been and where it's heading. So starting off with.
1: Software I couldn't live without.
0: So what software do you currently use in your business that if someone took away from you, it would significantly impact your marketing success?
1: (sighs) That's a tough one. Um, the best one we're using right now for Instagram is going to be Instagress, okay. which is um, a, a program that, depending on what hashtags you input, uh, it will go and it will like and or follow people who are using those hashtags. And that's the best tool that that's that's one of the best tools we found, um, and that's what's getting us you know fifty to a hundred people every day. And it's it's doesn't cost much; it's like ten bucks a month. And I think we're getting the the best return on that tool
0: that's a, a great tip there and a slightly more challenging question. what piece of software don't you use but you've heard good things about and you've meant to try at some point in the near future
1: there's a lot um, there's quite a bit you know I can't really pinpoint anything um, one would be that like email funnels we have not really utilized yet mm. um, so there, there you know there's a whole bunch of, of pieces of software for that. Um, We are going to be using Intercom specifically for that, though. So uh, especially in our industry, you know, like when a member cancels their subscription, there's multiple times we can go in and kind of get them to come back. Hmm. And so that's something that, you know, we're we're definitely going to be looking into and utilizing.
0: Great. Okay, well, I'll include links to the couple of pieces of software that you did mention there in the show notes on uh, digitalmarketingradio.com. But moving on to... I wish I would have. So I'd like you to look back on the very first day that you're involved in trying to market a business online. What didn't you do so well? What do you wish that you would have done differently?
1: So before, one thing that I never focused on was branding and design, which I think is one of the most important pieces of it. I mean, you know, when a user visits your website, the design just has to make them say, wow and the branding has to be consistent and it has to look really good and it has to serve whoever your demographic is. So for us we understand it's it's mostly males. So we try to cater all of our branding and design around that and kind of have like a you know manly themes. And you know when I first started I never really focused on on that. I never really understood what that was. You know when you said Brand. I didn't really get what a brand was so I, I say oh, yeah. you know yeah. there's, understanding there's, that and focusing on it early on right from the get-go um, is really what helped us grow and um, you know, it really brought us to where we're at today
0: okay yeah I mean it's a, it's a lovely easy to use and responsive website you've got there as well is that something that um, you completely redid yourself when you um, came in
1: yes so we purchased the company and the company originally had only about 45 members and it did about $3,000 in the six months that it was in business. And after we rebranded it and did a little bit of marketing, we did 3000 in about the first week. So it really goes to show how important branding is. That's super. Um, and that's a, that, that's a design that we just got done on um, 99designs.com.
0: Ah, right, OK. Um, so you, you got them to do um, just the, uh, the the images of the site, and then you, you internally put the, the site together, or you, you got them to do the whole site?
1: Yeah, so basically they just did the actual design itself. And then we had somebody code it. Actually, Cratejoy back then coded it for us. Cratejoy is our software that we're using for our subscription service. And they coded it for us. And so they they took that PSD from the designer and and made it into a website.
0: And it doesn't appear to be WordPress that you're using. You're not using WordPress, are you?
1: No, it's not WordPress. It's, It's on Cratejoy. So they have their own hosting and they have their own everything pretty much. The whole site is, is based inside of Great Joy.
0: Okay, okay, um, great stuff. Okay, well, um, moving on to the this or that round. So this is the quick response round. Um, ten quick questions, just two rules here. Try not to think about the answer too much. And uh, you're only allowed to say the word both on one occasion. So ready to go? Sure. <whistles> Email or Twitter? Email. Audio or video? Video. Affiliates or display advertising?
1: Display advertising.
0: Facebook or Google Plus? Facebook. Online press releases or one-on-one relations?
1: One-on-one relations.
0: Paid search or SEO? SEO. Email contact form or telephone number? Email. Website or app? Website. Social subscriber or email subscriber? Email. And local marketing or global marketing? Local. I think you might have broken a record there with the speed that you went through them. That was <laughs> uh, very impressive. I, I normally get at least one um. Uh, not so sure. Um, but uh, even social subscriber, email subscriber, you're very much email. So uh, even though social was probably your main source of visitors, you recognise the power of 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 getting that option, as it were.
1: Yes, uh, email is still. I mean, it's always going to have the best converting. And you know, when you send somebody an email, most people actually get a notification on their phone that you email them. I do. Hmm. And you know, I'll, when I get an email, I check my phone and I'll actually will look at that email, even if it's from a company. And that costs nothing. I mean, it's like less than a penny to send an email, right? Yeah. And it, it's 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 just far better than you know checking Instagram, going through twenty posts, and then seeing your company's that company's post. So yeah, email by far is is the best.
0: What about S- SMS marketing? Have you tried that as well?
1: Um, no, not.
0: Okay, no, I can just imagine your type of business. Um, SMS alerts when new stock comes comes in or something like that could be effective.
1: Yeah, we're just we're not uh, grabbing their their phone their phone number.
0: Okay, um, well, moving on to The $10,000 question So if I was to give you $10,000 and you had to spend it over the next few days on a single thing to grow your business what would you spend it on and how would you measure success?
1: I would probably do a promotional ad on a very large blog is what I would do and I, I would I would try to get uh, you know, we, we we spent I think it was about $3,000 on a pretty big blog and website and we got over 300 members from that. Right. So I would definitely say, um, wherever all your 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 demographic is at, go after that that biggest blog or whatever because they also have a whole a, a large email list. They'll have a large social media following, and just doing some type of paid promotion on them would definitely I think, for at least for us would have the best ROI.
0: And what about call to action? Because um, at the moment on your homepage, you've just got to click here to join the club. Um, is that is that something that has been tested to work most effective, effectively for you? Or uh, would you try another call to action if you were actually paying for advertising?
1: So we, we did test it in the beginning. And I do like to always tell people what to do when they're on our website. So, you know, call to action is super important. So we just don't want to say, you know, um, check out the club. Or, you know, or, or whatever, we want to tell them click here and join the club. And so we're trying to be a little bit more direct, and we found that to work, to work the best.
0: My number one takeaway. Well, Kevin, you've offered a lot of great advice in our conversation, but what would you say is the number one takeaway that um, people can take away? The single most important thing that people can take away just to implement in their own businesses?
1: Um, I, I would say being persistent. And so, you know, you cannot measure the success of something instantly. Like, especially when it comes to social media, it's over a long period of time, you know, six months to a year. And so being persistent is probably the, the biggest thing I, w- I would say uh, helped us.
0: Being persistent. So don't just accept uh, defeat when you've been on Instagram for three or four months and uh, you've got uh, 50 followers.
1: <laughs> yeah. I and mean, You know, you don't want to be persistent doing the wrong thing. Mm. <laughs> so, you know, that's it's, it's also being persistent, but adapting uh, when it's not working. So, you know, it's up to you to figure it out, figure out what your, your users are looking for. Um, and then also you have to be persistent and, and give them that content.
0: Okay, that's great. Well, that takes us to the end of our discussion today. So thanks so much for joining me. Um, what's the best way for someone to get hold of you if um, they'd like to uh, get in touch?
1: Um, so we have a Facebook group for people interested in business. It's uh, facebook.com groups slash Groove Learning, G-R-O-O-V-E, Learning. Um, And then you can also email me, Kevin, at wetshaveclub.com.
0: Lovely. Okay. Well, I will um, add links to to that, uh, your Facebook group and your site's just at the bottom of, uh, again, the post on Digital Marketing Radio. So um, thanks again for joining me.
1: Thanks a lot, David. Appreciate it.
0: Lovely. Okay. Well, thank you to your listener. We'll see you next time on
1: digitalmarketingradio.com.
0: Bye for now. Thanks for joining us.